Welcome to Vital Life Connection with Oren Rudolph. Discovering in Christ to love the life we live and learning how to live a life of love. So welcome back to the Vital Life Connection podcast. And yesterday we started an interview with Mike Jarrell and I broke it up into two parts. And this part will be the conclusion of this interview with Mike, whose wife has been going through Parkinson's and the just the, some of the lessons that he's learned, some of the things he's had to go through with this terrible disease. And so we're going to go into the second episode today. And I know that if you listened to yesterday, or if you haven't listened to yesterday, go back and listen to yesterday's as we get into this one, because I did, I did cut it in half so that you could have more than enough time as you're driving to and from work today to listen to this interview with Mike. So enjoy. And like I told you yesterday, I love my wife, but other than that, I like her. Uh, yes. But going back to that part of the story, she and I have known each other since we were in the seventh grade. Wow. So we were always friends. So there's nothing that she does not know about me and nothing that I don't know about her. Mm. So yes, it, it, it makes it easier for me to care for her. Yes. There's, mm. there's something you said there right at the beginning there that's that which you can kind of summarize when the going gets tough, the, 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 the tough get going. And yeah. it's kind of a sad uh, state of affairs, especially with the vows that we make through sickness and through health. Yeah. I'm sure there were times that you could have got up and left oh, or yeah. at least wanted to in the sense of... Oh, well, there's a lot of times you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But um, wanting to and doing it is too... What, what, what kept you from not doing it? I just love her. You love her. And I love her more each day. Yes. You know, people say, well, how can you do that? Her life is just shattered. It is. Yes. Which, you know, it's not that she doesn't love me back because she does. Right. And, you know, roles reversed. She would probably care for me better than I care for her. Right. But, um, you know, when you've been around someone as long as I have her. Yes. She, they become part of you. And I just believe, you know, still that she is the best part of me. Right, right. And, uh, and as you've served, I mean, you have served her out of a service uh, for, the, for the years. I was, as I said yesterday to you, I think there's a principle of when you, maybe you don't feel at that time, but when you give love, you receive love back. Right. There's a, a reciprocation or a sowing and a reaping that takes yeah. place. So you've said to people, get a, get them get themselves a support group. Because it, would you agree that kind of the natural tendency is you want to isolate yourself, not let people know about you, this? You, you do. And you don't want to tell it. You don't, you know, it's just a stigma. And, you know, it's like her. And this is not only her, but... She doesn't like people to see her when she's shaking and she's moving and because people do look at her and stare. Mm. And that's just something you need to get over with because people are just curious. Right. You know, sometimes your sickness may be a 
testimony to them that they can go on. But I know that when we go out to eat, we have to time it during the day. Right. And your life changes because of this. Wow. Because yeah. it's the noise, it's the crowd, right, and things that get on their her get to her mm. that causes anxiety. Right. And it's just. There's been a lot of times we've got up and left meals that we've ordered because of noise, mm. because she can't take it. And I can look at her, and it, you know, because I know her so well, when her pupils start to dilate, I know her anxiety level goes up, and I know it's time to go. Wow, wow. And so we watch that and uh, watch, you know, things, you know, that would cause that. Right. So it's... It's, you know, it's a balancing act, you know, each day. Yes. But at least I still have her home, and yes. she's uh, well. And, you know, another thing that people need to look for is try to find resources uh-huh. that they can get if possible. You know, in our case, I work. You know, we've been blessed with a decent income, you know, each year. Yes. We've found out that we get no external help. Right. So, you know, it's it's one of these things, you know, that we pay, you know, out of pocket to someone each month. To, yes. Or each week to take care of her. And that, that's why I'm kicking around. Is it really worth it? Because I could retire. Right. And just take care of myself. But yes. it still goes back. I need some help every now and then. Yes. Because when you have someone with a fall risk, you think, well, I'll just go to the grocery. Right. Not happening. No. And it's like, you know, we swapped drug stores this week uh-huh. because I can have her drugs delivered. Uh, yes. I don't have to go to the drug store. Drug store, yeah. So it's things like that in your community that you need to look out to see if there, there are there. Yes. That, uh, Educate yourself. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> So something you had said also was that you guys have never really, I mean, since the beginning, even though the, I'm sure this has been a real financial drain in many areas on you, God has taken care of you every step of every the way. Every step of the way. And that's so, because that's one of the biggest fears that people face besides the whole aspect of the disease is the finances. Because mm-hmm. when somebody gets a, is, is sick within your home, within the medical field it's these things these costs start mounting don't they quick they start mounting quick and and this is bad to say and i shouldn't even mention it but i know to the nearly to the penny since 2012 until now we've been out out of pocket on just her health care wow and we're bumping close to two hundred thousand dollars wow and we have been blessed that and this is not anything that I've done, but I do not owe anything on her health care mm. because I've worked extra. Right. I've worked two and three jobs. Right. And then we've been blessed on buying and selling property. Right. I bought houses low and we've sold them at a profit, but most of it is gone. To the health care. To the, to the yeah. health care. But at the end of the day, I don't owe anything. That's right. So I can thank God, you know, for providing that revenue for us. Yes. So it's not me. No. No. And that's the beautiful thing about God is that he says that you've no you know, 
don't worry, I'll take care of you. If I take care of the lilies of the field, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take care of you. But I'm sure, you know, when people get into these things, I know worry is one of those things, and fear can really eat away at you. Worry will kill you. Yes. And I have been blessed. I'm not a worrier. Right. I'm concerned about things, but uh-huh. there's a big difference in being concerned and worrying all the time. Uh huh. Because if I worry all the time, <laughs> I'd be sick. That's right. But we have been blessed with seven grandchildren. Wow. And they are a blessing to her. Yes. She loves each and every one of them. And, wow. you know, they when she sees them, you know, her whole attitude changes. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's good. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful story, uh, you know, that you, such a devastating, because it is a devastating circumstance, can come into someone's life. And then as you are dealing with this, it's almost like God gives you that. Would you say that if you look at it, and I'll phrase this as a question, as you look at your life and as this has come, it's, it's that, has God given you that ability, that extra ability, which, for instance, when, some, when I look at it and I go, I, from an outside person, would I have had the strength that Mike has? Would I have the... Would you say to people that it's almost like when you've got God in your life that he He gives you that extra ability that you never thought you would have to be able to face extra circumstances? Definitely he gives you that ability. Yeah. But having the knowledge of Christ in your life. Right. You know, like I've said many a time before, never promised you it'd be easy. No. But he promised you, the promise that he did, he'd never leave you. Mm. He'd get you through this. That's right. And, you know, her healing may not come on this earth. Right. But when she dies, and or when she lives her right. second life, yes. because if you're a child of God, you don't die. No. You just leave that body. And when she gets to heaven, she's going to be restored. And I don't think that she will ever know that this ever happened to her. Right. I right. think he takes that from us. Right. And she will be, you know, whole. Yes. And uh, that's, our, that's our strength. Yes. Wow. Wow. Because it's, you know, as we were speaking yesterday, this life that we have is so, is like sure. a little drop in the ocean compared to eternity. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, as you, you would rightly say, God doesn't leave us and forsake us. And we do go through trouble in the, this life. And it's what we can pull out of this trouble. So... Just to finish off, is there anything else you would like to say maybe to somebody out there that's maybe, um, you know, you've given some good advice, get support, educate yourself, get help, include your family in helping, hold them accountable to helping you in the, in the, in the needs, know that you need to take a break. Is there, you know, you can't do it on your own all the time as a, as a husband or a wife who's taking care of somebody that is... That is, or even a child that is under, has some sort of illness or disease. Is there anything else that maybe over the time that you have learned anything that you could say to somebody who's maybe starting this journey, or they've they've just found out, diagnosed? Is there anything else you'd like? Maybe any other wisdom that you would like to impart? Just, real, to them? just realize that you're going to get frustrated mm-hmm. caring for them. And it's not necessarily bad to have you a place that you can go and 
have you some quiet time uh-huh. and just get away from it for a few minutes because if you try to do everything 24-7, it will eat you alive. Mm. And this is something that I have learned. Yes. So, you know, my advice is, you know, just like you said, have support and learn about this disease and just don't feel ashamed of it. Right. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. Yeah. Shame can creep up on you as yep. well. And you can let it ruin your life or you can make it stronger. Right. And I would say, you know, even though, you know, physically she's weaker, I would say that our relationship is stronger. Mm. It's better than probably when we were healthy. Yes. Because now we have to, we've, we've been slowed down to where we have to, Appreciate you know what God has done for us. Wow. I mean, we we have time to think now. Yes. Instead of you know working all the time or doing this and doing that, and, and you realize there's more important things than worldly material. Yes. And and when I look at her, I think you know she has got to be one of the strongest people in the world. Because she would still today get up and do for anyone if she physically could. Yes. And uh, you just have to love someone like that. Wow. I think, you know, just coming through this podcast, and I mean, if there's anything I've got out of this is, you know, and I've got a lot, is that whole aspect of love. You know, love, according to 1 Corinthians, is is kind. It's it's long-suffering. And I want to encourage my listeners... Bad things, things can happen in life. And we, we, you know, we don't have the roadmap of what everything, every step that's going to happen. But if you can, one thing that you can hold on to is your love for one another as a couple, even when those bad times come, because, you know, it is truly through sickness and health. We don't want to go through those bad times, but it is, it sometimes happen and serve that person in love. And, the, and even if at times you don't feel like it, you don't feel it. Love is a choice, it's not a feeling. And I'm sure you've had to make many choices along the way, Mike, um, during this time. Thank you so much for giving me a time to share with you. Uh, I know the story is not at an end. There's many things that, you know, you are sitting at a cusp now of of deciding whether to quit work or to and to go back to serve full time. And... Uh, Hearing the Holy Spirit, hearing the the Lord speak to you during this time is going to be critical to you. What is the right choice, yeah. you know, as you do this? So thank you so much once again for talking to me. I appreciate it. And we'll be back next week with another fascinating interview. But until then, thank you for listening to Vital Life Connection with me, Aaron Rudolph, as your host. And thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Vital Life Connection with Oren Rudolph. For more information on other available teaching, please visit our website at orenrudolph.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash orenrudolph.